happening this is Isai Rodriguez host of the Daspination podcast where I cater to the professional working man 40 and above who's looking to make positive changes to his health lose weight and become stronger overall through simple lifestyle changes I'm here to share inspiration tips and proven lessons that I've personally learned and lived through in my 40 plus years on this here beautiful blue planet So today we'll start the discussion off by talking about how to shake off your pandemic weight in our first segment. And then we'll move on to our second segment and talk about do these nine exercises at home for better range of motion. And before we get into that, if you'd like to join the conversation, then get on over to podcast.dastination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community where I share more entertaining behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks that'll keep you feeling younger each and every day. That's podcast.dastination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.dastination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy, five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much. It really helps me get the word out and it's honestly the one place your vote truly matters. Now, let's move into our first segment with Healthy Conversations. So in this week's installment of uh, Healthy Conversations, we're talking about how to shake off (laughs) your pandemic weight. So if you've put on weight during the pandemic, first of all, don't worry because you're not alone. You know, we've all put on a pound or two or 10. (laughs) And as the COVID-19 vaccine starts rolling out, like this whole rollout of the vaccine throughout the nation, as this continues, the weather turns warmer and and we start seeing like you know the light at the end of the pandemic tunnel (laughs) it's also a time to refocus and renew our attention on setting new health goals now many of us have found that what we've been eating while all this you know lockdown stuff uh, was happening we found (laughs) that it's gone a little sideways if you will (laughs) you know And, and even your workout routines may have taken a nice little hit you know throughout the pandemic not only that but there was an emotional piece of it like an emotional aspect you know like the stress of the pandemic taking a toll on us and basically hitting us from all different angles and directions so as we slowly start coming out of the pandemic how can we set up and establish new healthier routines that's the question you know like what's the best way to lose the weight that we've gained during the pandemic you know and where should our focus be as we start you know because sometimes just focusing in on like a particular thing to do or a routine or um you know just what like say what what time of the day are you going to go to the gym what what day are you going to go there are you going to go a couple of days a week are you going to go once a week are you going to go every day are you going to go twice like where do you 
start, <laughs> you know? Uh, so so anyway, f- first of all, like I just said, a lot of us are in the same boat. You know what I mean? Th- this has been a pretty wide scale issue since the pandemic started, you know? There's a lot of people thinking, oh, you know, everyone else is training for a marathon and, and, and look what happened to me. <laughs> you know, like there's this preconceived notion that others are like training and, and get it, you know, they, they have their shit together except for them, you know? But, but the reality is that's not the case at all. <laughs> you know, we've all been facing similar struggles, you know, and the pandemic has forced a lot of good lifestyle changes and also a lot of bad ones too. Like people were eating much less fast food. That's a good thing, you know, because you weren't able to drive to McDonald's or, you know, or swing by, I don't know, Chipotle or, or Chick-fil-A. I don't know. Some of you probably were, you know, I don't know. But they've also been doing more cooking at home and eating with their families more. That's also a great thing. And when you cook at home, you tend to have healthier eating habits and, and you know, you just make better eating choices overall. You know, that, that also applies to alcohol. If you, if you think about it, you know, during the pandemic, people have been less likely to go out to bars or, or go to restaurants and drink simply because, you know, you couldn't, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like how, how could you go and enjoy a martini, you know, for happy hour? You know, alcohol also lowers inhibition. You know, and so that can also lead to you intaking more food, you know, especially at a restaurant where their primary job function is to serve you. You know, that's why restaurants love it. Like they love it when you order drinks, because at that point, they know that you're more likely to order an appetizer or dessert, you know, or even just indulge in an, in an additional drink. They make tons of money on those drinks. Those are just the facts. And now here's Here's the flip side of things and, and it's this you know like like yeah the pandemic has brought on some good routines you know just some not too many it's kind of forced us <laughs> to not eat out you know what i mean but with so many of us stuck at home there's been more snacking and we're not talking about you know the healthy kind of snacking like nuts and berries and fruit and uh veg you know vegetables things like that, that that's not what we're talking about but what, what we're talking about is is like, you know, the bad snacking, quote unquote. So like the whole eating or consuming (laughs) of sweets and even sugar sweetened drinks like Coke and Sprite, like all of that went up, went through the roof almost. I mean, you know, when you're stuck at home, you're in the place where all the food is, period. You know, like that makes it really easy for you to snack (laughs) and to have a random Oreo cookie, you know? And that applies to alcohol also. You know, even though, again, even though we, couldn't go out to a bar to have a happy hour martini people were still consuming more alcoholic drinks while at home but it's time it is now time (laughs) that we get back on track now you know so whether it's because you're fully vaccinated and ready to return to you know relatively uh relative feeling of normalcy you know or because you're simply ready to go back into the you know get into the healthy swing of things like there are some key 
key approaches that you can take that'll help guarantee you know greater success you know and like like those new habits we just talked about you know yeah you can start with those first you know be honest and open with yourself you know you know what bad habits you've picked up since the pandemic started you know yourself best confront them size them up you know and stop doing what you shouldn't be doing i mean chances are you've established some of the good habits i mentioned earlier you know those are okay you can keep those habits and try to get away from the bad ones you know one one way to help yourself is to leave trigger foods behind and this is what i mean by trigger foods if cookies or chips are your trigger foods if if like that's your weakness don't buy those on your next grocery run you know like for me (laughs) there's so many things that i can consider trigger foods everything from you know pop tarts to um sausages to swedish fish (laughs) sour patch kids oreos all that stuff it's 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 terrible but you know that that's my weakness (laughs) you know they those are my triggers but what i try to do (laughs) i try not to buy them when i'm at the supermarket you know like when i'm running up and down the aisles looking for you know milk and bread and eggs and all that stuff i don't sometimes like i see the cookie aisle i don't even go in there (laughs) you know sometimes it hurts me because i have to go in for crackers or something you know and even that you know you have to pass through the cookie uh, all the cookies and i'm just like looking at them at the corner of my eye that's temptation man i'll tell you but I, I, it's hard, but I, I just don't do it. I don't give in. That's especially important if you're still working from home, even even if you're just part-time, you know, because some people are able to change their habits and pivot to a healthier lifestyle at the drop of a hat, you know, and some aren't. And, and I know that, you know, like I'm one, I'm the type that I can easily, you know, just drop my bad habit and, and mentally focus myself otherwhere, you know, somewhere else. And but I know that it's not easy for everyone. Like not everyone can make that transition at the at the same pace. But here's the key: <laughs> in the long run, consistency is way more important than speed. You know, whether it's a New Year's resolution or you know coming out of a global pandemic, we all know that people are more likely to be successful with these types of changes if they set and make small successful goals. So if you set a really huge goal one uh, a, a lofty goal like like going to the gym every single day giving up alcohol and ditching fast food all at the same time you will inevitably fail period you know you're literally you're literally setting yourself up for failure and it's easy to fall into this all or nothing mentality but it rarely works for you or anyone for that matter instead start with goals that are much easier to reach when they're simple steps like simple goals they'll act as building blocks for your future success you know what i mean so like as you achieve these simpler smaller goals you're gonna be boost like that's that small win is going to boost you up and it's going to keep you going. It's going to build that momentum. It's going to help you move forward with your goals. So again, instead of trying to change everything, try one thing. <laughs> like 
cutting back on fast food until you've given it up like it was no sweat, you know? Once you've got that down packed, you can easily add on to that. <laughs> Think of it like running a marathon. You don't just go from not exercising at all to running marathons. You don't, you don't go from zero exercising, from binge watching Netflix to running the Boston Marathon. You know, it, it just doesn't happen that way. <laughs> You know, you have to build up slowly and then, you know, add on just a little bit more each day. The same small goals thing goes for your diet too. Like saying you're going to eat a good diet is way too vague. <laughs> There's no real way to mark that as an achievable goal. Rather than do that, why don't you, you know, what you do is you make a small specific change that alters your habit, that changes your habit for the better. You know, these smaller specific changes, they, they can provide those key building blocks for your overall change, like I was saying. So whether it's packing your lunch for work instead of, you know, getting takeout or switching your afternoon pastry snack for fruits and veggies, these are all small goals that are easy to reach and not just healthy, but also reward your brain with positive reinforcement. And what about exercising? I mean, with gyms closed and exercise classes canceled, the pandemic really set us up for a more sedentary lifestyle for many of us, you know? <laughs> that was our only saving grace. Actually, one study using smartphone data showed that the number of steps taken by health tracker users dropped significantly as soon as the pandemic hit. They found that people were more likely to binge watch television than to exercise. But with more people getting their COVID shots every day and winter pretty comfortably behind us, <laughs> there should be more chances for you to get out and get active. Even just a 20 to 30 minute walk every day can have a huge impact on your health, on your overall health. So if your nearest gym is still working on limited capacity or you just don't feel comfortable going back to the gym just yet, because I know some people, I know some of you still are a little paranoid to get out there and, and I totally understand that. Like I'm, I'm right there with you. <laughs> I mean, I go to the gym, but I'm still super cautious i'll be the one at the uh in the locker room washing my hands for like 20 minutes <laughs> just to make sure <laughs> you know so i feel you but you should still get up and get active you know go slow and take measurable steps like if you go out after a year at home and try to run four miles right away you might have a you're gonna have a terrible experience and you're not gonna want to do it ever again i'm just saying so instead, again, focus on those walks during your lunch break or or after dinner or something, you know, maybe, maybe even some short runs that can build up to longer runs over time. You know, again, start slow and build up to that championship material. <laughs> You've got this. I believe in you. And as we adjust to our changing environment, as the you know pandemic slowly fades away into history, it's important to remember how much our lives have been changed in this last year. Change is hard, you know, and nothing about transitioning back to whatever the new normal is will be easy. We humans, we don't like change, you know, that, that's all there is to it. And all of the changes the past year and a half or so, like all them changes, they were hard on all of us and simply gave us all 
you know, anxiety moments, if you will, you know? And yet, while it felt shitty at times, you know, now it's feeling almost comfortable. You know, like that first, that, that initial adjustment of having to stay home for a lot of us, that was, that was crap. It felt like, it felt, again, it's, it was shitty, you know? It, like it just, it didn't, if, I don't know. <laughs> but now it started to feel comfortable. You know, it's, we're, we're, we've adjusted, you know, and, and we're, we're kind of liking it, you know? Staying home, staying sedentary, it's, it's what we're now used to, you know? It's stay, not being uh, active, we're used to that. You know, it's the new normal, as you may have heard others calling it. And at this point, it's understandable that you'd feel anxiety about heading back to the gym. Like that first time can really be hard and scary. Like for sure. Like I, I know my first, uh, the, the, when I first went back, uh, I mean, I've been going back for maybe about a month and a half or so, two months, I don't know, quite some time actually. But I'm always like tiptoeing. I'm looking around like, what is everybody doing? How many people are here? <laughs> like, am I going to go, am I going to run out the door screaming because like somebody sneezed or something? I don't know. But, but we can learn from everything we've been through, you know, because if this last year has taught us anything, it's that we can do really hard things. And even if we don't like change, we're highly adaptable. This experience can be helpful for making these new changes, you know, just like, again, just like we didn't like the changes from being active to not being active, this reverse change of going from not active to active, we're adjusting we're humans we don't like change but we are adaptable and we can make this change after everything that we've all been through with the pandemic and and its challenges like starting a new health routine or even returning to an old one isn't that big of a deal you know the big thing to remember is that there will be ups there will be downs and we have to recognize that anytime we're trying to make positive change it's rarely a clear and straight path hard ever you know whether it's diet exercise or managing stress like there will always be a step back along the way like there will always be that point where you might hit a roadblock or you have to take a step down or a step back and it's important to remember to keep your focus keep that gaze like on the long term not just today you know not just on what you're doing today but what where you're going in the long run like, where are you headed? Like, what is your ultimate goal? <laughs> like, where are you, wh where do you want to be uh, in five years? Like, where do you picture yourself in five years? The, the uh, what's that? That's the, uh, that's like the famous interview question. Like, where do you see yourself in five years, Mr. Rodriguez? <laughs> anyway, so the more you know, the better you will be. Remember that. And so with all that said and done, <laughs> let's switch gears and move on to our second segment with Mighty Man. Yeah, I got a little worked up in that last segment, guys. <laughs> but in this week's installment of Mighty Man, we're talking about uh, doing these nine exercises at home for better range of motion. Now, we all need a better range of motion, if you ask me. I mean, if you don't have any aches and pains, like, I want you to drop it in the comment. Like, say, hey, Isai, <laughs> I don't have any aches or pains. Like, my neck is never stiff. I've never, like, like if that's you, I want to know your secret. Drop it in the comments right now. <laughs> and because th because this topic is, is a great complimentary topic for what we were just talking about in our 
our uh, healthy conversation segment. I mean, we were just talking about how this pandemic has flipped our lives upside down, especially <laughs> when it comes to our physical activity or, you know, better said, lack thereof, <laughs> you know, like with less movement due to the pandemic, your mobility is most likely taking a hit, not just your health, as we were talking about in healthy conversations, but your mobility as well. <laughs> it might be leaving you feeling all stiff and achy and even in pain as you go through your day-to-day -day activities. It also affects your at-home workouts. So for example, if you don't have good hip mobility, let's say, when doing things like squats and lunges, then your body will compensate by tugging on your lower back, your knees, and maybe even your ankles, like, like which can ultimately cause injury and more pain, you know? Like that's not what we're after, guys, right? <laughs> I mean, regularly focusing on exercises for better range of motion allows for your joints to move more freely, you know? To, it allows them to move more smoothly you know, and, and through its full range of motion with total control and without any compensation, like no, what's the word they say, restrictions, without any restrictions. And so I've got some really great beginner-friendly exercises that are a great place for you to start with improving your mobility from head to toe. I've incorporated many of these same exercises throughout my day for, you know, stability and flexibility and even mobility. <laughs> I highly suggest you do the same, but as usual, I'm just delivering the message. You know, what you do with that information is up to you as long as you take my suggestion and start adding some of these to your daily routine. <laughs> Anyway, just having a little fun. And so we're just gonna get right into it today. The first little exercise that I have here is called the rainbow neck stretch. So there, there are so many different reasons why your neck might stiffen up. Could be your posture, uh, an old injury, the chair that you're sitting in, or the fact that you're always holding in a newborn infant in one arm while sending out business emails and logging into your daily Zoom meetings. Or is that just me? I don't know. <laughs> Either way, it's really easy for your neck to get stiff during your day. And this exercise, this rainbow neck stretch, is a great way to improve the mobility in your neck. So basically, all you do is you start in a standing position, right? With your feet hip width apart and knees slightly bent you know you want to keep that keep your knees kind of as they say supple <laughs> you know slightly bent and then with your arms by your sides make a strong fist with your hands and engage your core then you're going to want to pull your chin down toward your chest and imagine that you're squeezing a tennis ball between your chin and your chest now, without moving your shoulders, your hips or your ribs or anything like that, like you, you want to keep rather still, you know, the only thing that's going to be moving here is your neck, really, you know? So again, without moving anything, look at your right pocket, keeping your chin to your right shoulder so that you want, you want that to be a nice, smooth motion. Then lift your head so that you're looking at the ceiling slowly. This is it's not like a quick movement. You again, we're loosening things up. You want to take it nice and easy. And as you're as you're lifting your 
your head, imagine you're drawing a rainbow as you bring your eyes and your gaze to your left pocket. So you're going from your right pocket, you're looking at your right, then you slowly bring your gaze up. You look up towards the ceiling as if you're drawing a, a, a rainbow with your, with your eyes, and then bring your eyes down and look at your left pocket. Easy peasy. Once you do all that, and you bring your chin back to your chest, and repeat on the other side. That's it. Simple to do, yet really effective at loosening your neck muscles a little so that you get a nice little release in the back of your neck. They should call this, they should actually call this the social media neck tension release or something like that because it, it literally releases the tension in the back of your neck that's generally caused from, you know, hours spent looking at social media on your phone. I caught you out there. You're probably doing it right now <laughs> anyway the second exercise on this list is a side neck stretch now I found this neck stretch while doing one of my yoga workouts it's also been shown to me by um, several physical therapists like different therapists that I've worked with in the past and I use this one a lot because it simply works period <laughs> you know it's it's a great little um, it's another awesome little way to improve mobility in your neck area and so I I, you know, since I have a lot of tension in my neck from like the different work that I do all day, this works tremendously well to loosen all that up. So what you do is you start in a comfortable seated position. So being seated already makes it simple because if you're like me, then you're probably sitting 90% of the day anyway. So again, while you're seated, take your right hand and bring it right above your left ear and then gently draw your right ear down toward your right shoulder and press down gently with your right hand. Remember that you're pressing from left to right. So if you can imagine that you're lit, you're reaching with your right hand over your head and basically your your fingertips will be just above your left ear. And then you then you slowly press your head down so that your right ear comes down to meet your right shoulder. And the key here is not to fight it. You know, relax, like chill out. <laughs> Loosen up. Don't stiffen up when you when you're making when you're doing these movements you know now once you do that and your right ear is down to your right shoulder then you release and you you bring your head back to neutral and now once you have your ear pressed down uh, gently to your right shoulder now what you're gonna do is you're gonna take your left hand and you're just gonna reach it away from your body so you're again if you could picture this you have your right hand on the left side of your head pressing your head down to the right side of your right ear to your right shoulder and then your left hand is simply reaching straight away from your body. And now what you do is you carefully draw your chin down toward your chest and then take that same route back to the right side. Release your head back up to center and then repeat on the left side with your left hand. This little exercise gives the sides of your neck a nice little good, like a really good release. And it kind of complements that last exercise where you're looking down and then you're kind of doing that little rainbow movement to the other side. And then you hit the, that, that kind of hits like front and back almost. And then this one, the side neck strike, well, <laughs> hits the sides of your neck. Really good, really effective, uh, good release. 
of tension in your neck. And the third thing that we have is a four point shoulder exercise. So this is a great one because a lot of times we don't realize that stiff shoulder muscles can lead to pain in your neck. So stretching and relieving soreness in your shoulders can easily release tension in your neck. And now for this exercise, it's super simple. Like all of these, all of these exercises are, are super simple, but these last seven or so are, are even easier. So what you want to do for this exercise is you start by extending your arms in front of your body with your hands clenched in fists. So both arms out and you're just holding them out with your two fists clenched tight while keeping your arms in that position pull your shoulders back then down then forward and then up so you're basically making like a circular motion but in four distinct um set points so almost like uh, <laughs> i guess a circular motion is kind of uh, a little misleading probably uh like i don't know what would you call a square motion quadrilateral i don't know <laughs> <laughs> but again, arms out, fists clenched, shoulders back, then down, then forward, and then up. And then you just repeat this for 30 seconds and you're good. Like this will release some tension in your shoulders. And the fourth little thing that we have here is a wrist stretch. <laughs> we all spend a lot of time on the computer these days, especially if you're still working from home. And, and so this really gets to your wrists, you know, they start to tense up and, you know, it can cause other parts of your arm to, to hurt as well. So this stretch kind of loosens all that up and releases that tension in your forearms and your wrists and stuff. For this stretch, you start by coming down on your knees and placing your palms on the floor with your fingertips pointed out. Now you'll want your shoulders uh, to be directly over your wrists. That'll give you a nice um, starting position right there. And then what you do is you bring your weight forward until you feel a little stretch uh, throughout the back of your forearms and then slowly move back and forth for 10 reps like you're literally just slowly and easily just going until you feel a little stretch a little release and then back and forth do that 10 times and you're good next you position yourself so that the backs of your hands are on the mat with your palms up and then keeping a straight arm slowly pull your weight back for a little stretch throughout the top part of your arms and then you move that back and forth so again for the first part of the exercise is with your palms on the ground and you're kind of moving back and forth to stretch your um, your forearms and then you kind of flip that and you flip your palms to, to be facing up and then you, you kind of you're sitting I'm not gonna say sitting on them but you're uh, instead of palms down they're palms up and then again you go you, you want to move back and forth 10 reps loosen up you'll feel the stretch for sure <laughs> I love this one it's I mean it's super simple yeah such a great stretch for the wrists and the forearms especially if you have like carpal tunnel if you have anything like that in your wrists and stuff like that like this this little exercise great great exercise to loosen that tension up the fifth little exercise is the bottom up squat now this is one of the best exercises for range of motion because it loosens up your lower body and improves shoulder mobility at the same time so that's a win-win right there it's a <laughs> best bang for your buck if you ask me so for this one start with your feet more 
more than hip distance apart. So I guess start at hip distance apart and then maybe take like a, an additional inch in each direction. Just give that a little extra distance. Then put your arms straight up in the air. Simple. <laughs> now reach for your toes and bend your knees into a squat. And then while you're down in the squat, you'll want to pause for a second or two and then reach your arms as you lift yourself back up to standing. I love that one. Again, great because it loosens your lower body and gives a nice stretch in your shoulders too. Love it, love it, love it. And this one you can do, I generally do 10 to 20 depending on how I'm feeling, how tight I feel. Like a lot of these exercises, you just kind of, uh, I mean, I'll give you um, more or less a guideline, like 10 reps here or, do, or 30 seconds of that, you know, but you kind of, depending on how tight and stiff you're feeling or how much pain you feel, like you, you adjust this to your body, like how you feel like nobody knows your body better than you. <laughs> you know what I mean? So take these, take what I'm telling you as, as almost like a guideline, you know, like these are the exercises you run through them until you feel comfortable. You know, if that's 10 reps, that's 20, 30, 20 seconds, whatever that is, make it work for you. And moving along here is number six. The sixth item is threading the needle or thread the needle. Now this exercise, I believe, uh, is from Pilates. I don't know. It's like it originates from like the Pilates field, I guess, but it's, it's great for opening up the upper body and it's also really simple to do. <laughs> so you start in a, a very simple tabletop position. Then you sweep your right hand up toward the ceiling and open up your chest. Easy peasy, right? So in that position, you take an inhale and then you exhale. And then you, as you're exhaling, you bring your arm down and you thread your arm underneath your body into a twist. Repeat a few times, then hold in the twist for a few breaths. Again, reach up, open up, hand to the ceiling. Then you bring, you breathe out and you bring the arm down and through the bottom, you know, underneath your body. And you get a nice little twist. What I like to do, I, I usually rest my uh, my twisting shoulder, I guess, whichever one that I just threaded underneath. I'll rest that shoulder. I'll try and get it down to the floor. <laughs> like, oh, that is a great little twist right there. But you repeat a few times and then hold, again, hold it in the twist for a few breaths. And then you're, I mean, that, that releases the tension all in your, in that, that twisting shoulder, as I call it. Now you reset this by bringing your right arm back to the floor. So you're back in that tabletop position. And then you just repeat with your left arm, <laughs> you know, again, this one is my, one of my personal favorites because it really hits that part of your shoulder. That's not really your shoulder. I forget the name of the muscles that it hits, but it basically hits those outer shoulder joint muscles muscles. That, that's a real problem area for me personally. And, and so this stretch really hits that spot beautifully. And I'll catch myself again, I'll, I'll catch myself sinking into it for more than just a few seconds. Like I'll, I'll take my uh, few breaths, but then I'll catch myself like, oh, that feels good, you know, and, and I'll just I'll, I'll kind of hold it a little longer, you know, but give it a shot, man. It's really good. It's really good. Moving along. The seventh exercise is the glutes bridge. <laughs> Gotta love the glute bridges. They're great for opening up the hips and in improving spinal mobility. They also increase your core and, and glute strength, obviously. <laughs> And so for this one, simple. Start by lying on a mat with your legs bent. Uh, your knees should be directly above your ankles. And then you just literally, you just press your lower back into the mat 
and then lift it up off the mat. The key here is to keep your core engaged at all times. Once you reach the top, lower right back down. Wash, rinse, repeat. Do that 30 times or so to get the back nice and loosened up and you're good to go. You get, uh, again, you get that release of tension in your back. It improves your spinal mobility, opens up your hips, you know? <laughs> these are all problem areas for me, you know? So that's why I, I suggest these. I know uh, a lot of you out there um, kind of suffer from the same as I do. You know, we're all the we're all in the same boat as I mentioned earlier. But so yeah, like do that 30 times or so and it'll loosen up your back and you'll be feeling good. Trust me. <laughs> so moving along, the eighth little exercise here is called a tiptoe walk. Now the tiptoe walk is one of the easiest ways to improve your foot and ankle mobility. It provides ankle stability, <laughs> toe flexion, and, and it works to warm up your arches and there's nothing to it. <laughs> Literally, I mean, there's really nothing to it. You start off by standing up high on your tiptoes, like you're walking in high heels. I know, guys, <laughs> this is not something you're used to. I know. But give it a try. Get up on your toes and then walk back and forth on your mat a few times if you have one, you know. Again, this will help stabilize your ankles. It'll help, it helps loosen up your toes. And it, and it works good to, to release tension in your foot arches. And while we're working on our our feet. <laughs> The ninth exercise is called a heel walk. Now, this is kind of the exact opposite of what we were just talking with the tiptoe walk. So now that you have your toes covered, like it's time to focus on your heels. Like you have two major portions of your uh, feet and you know, whether or not you're on your feet all day, it's a good idea to keep them nice and loose. You know, and aside, again, aside from being great for foot mobility, the heel walk, this heel walk, also stretches out your calves and your Achilles <laughs> and you'll be surprised how much tension that you carry in those two areas <laughs> so for this exercise you you want to start by standing uh, with your weight on your heels you know when you do this your hips will naturally press back a little and that's okay that's perfect that's what we're looking for actually and then you simply walk back and forth on your mat it's basically again it's basically the opposite of that last movement the tip walk where you're literally walking on your tiptoes like uh, that here you'll be walking on your heels you know and again this loosens up your arches your your heels your uh your works on your foot mobility and stretches out the cat your calves and achilles and there you have it fellas by regularly focusing on exercises for better range of motion your joints will be able to move smoother and more naturally through its full range of motion you'll reduce pain and stiffness in your joints which which will then help you feel younger overall. And that's what we're going for here, you know? <laughs> we're all trying to reverse the hands of time and so that we can live longer, feel better, be more active, and live and enjoy a better life. <laughs> and so with all that said and done, that's it, you guys. That's my show for today. I hope you found some valuable information here. And if nothing else, I hope I've entertained you for a few minutes and was able to bring a little manly sunshine to your day. Thanks for taking some time out of your day to listen to me. It's very much appreciated. On next week's episode, we'll be discussing the question, are you making one of these nine mistakes that make hand sanitizer less likely to kill the COVID virus? 
So fellas, you definitely do not want to miss out on that. If you love what you heard in today's episode and want more actionable topics just like these, then you need to join the conversation with me and the rest of the community by heading on over to podcast.daspination.com slash VIP to get on the VIP Insiders community where I share exclusive, never-before-seen, raw, behind-the-scenes stories, tips, and hacks That'll keep you feeling younger and younger each and every day. That's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Again, that's podcast.daspination.com slash VIP. Be in the know starting right now. Also, don't forget to rate me on Apple Podcasts or wherever it is that you're listening to this episode right now. And leave me a nice, fat, juicy five-star review and some absolutely beautiful words of why you love the show so much it really helps me get the word out it's honestly the one place where your vote truly matters until our next chat take care now bye